Welcome to Unwrap Romance with USA Today bestselling authors Naima Simone and Lacey Baker. Welcome once again to an episode of Unwrap Romance. We are super thrilled to be here today. Um, I am Naima Simone and I am here with my angelic, festive, dashing, very merry and bright co-star, Lacey Baker. Welcome, Lacey. Did you notice my Christmas theme? I had my Christmas theme going on. It was so Christmassy. I know, because it's Christmas, right? I was really prepared for I was prepared for the rhyming, because you know, you usually do the rhyming thing. I wanted to switch it up because you were getting used to one thing. So I wanted to switch it up because you complained (laughs) about my beautiful last week when I when I rhymed. I had the whole, you know, Muhammad Ali thing going on with the rhyme. And you complained about it. So since it's Christmas, I'm like, I'm going with that theme. Anywho, anywho, (laughs) we have a full show today. Uh, We have Curtis Hamilton, who you may have been watching on this last season of Insecure, and Crystal Joy Brown, who will be joining the cast of Power, Book Two, Raising Canaan. Yay! Um, They're both starring in Lifetime's Writing Around the Christmas Tree. But let's get to our first guest. So excited! So excited! So excited! So we have uh, Tracy Baker Simmons, is a 25-year entertainment industry veteran, a seasoned television producer, and one of the pioneers of reality television. She created the hit series, Being Bobby Brown, starring the late Whitney Houston and Bobby Brown. She has also served as executive producer for the Bobby Christina biopic for TV One and the Christmas movie we're chatting about today, Sugar Plum Twist for Hallmark. We also have Jennifer Insonia, who is a (laughs) well-respected entertainment industry professional with more than 20 years experience in the music industry. Her work has been instrumental in creating new and enhancing existing revenue on behalf of her clients. She has provided music services for such shows as Live PD, Washington, the TV miniseries, and The Proof is Out There. Let's welcome to Unwrap Romance, the executive producers of Sugar Plum Twist. Yes! So excited. Welcome. Oh, thank you for having us. Definitely. Yes, and happy holidays, everybody. And uh, thank you for just being here because we are so excited about Sugar Plum Twist. We watched it. Uh, I think it's fair to speak for both of us that we loved it. And um, it was, if I have to, if I can describe it in one word, I would just say it was a beautiful movie. It was, ugh, it was Not so one beautiful. Word. It, beautiful is <laughs> it was one a fr- word. That was a whole sentence. Sometimes I, agree. I, just, sometimes I, I just don't like co-starring with writers, okay? <laughs> I agree with that. Okay, it was beautiful. It was it beautiful. Was. Okay, it was beautiful. It was. But before we jump into the good part, which is just bombarding you with questions about this movie, here on Unwrap Romance, we have a tradition. Because we are romance writers, and mm-hmm. there is a trope of forced proximity. Mm-hmm. And so... In romance movies, somebody's usually getting stuck somewhere with someone. And so if you could be stuck with anyone on a rooftop, who would it be? <laughs> oh. Feel free to use this in any of your movies. It's anybody from a movie, though, not anyone. Anyone. It could be anyone. Oh. And this is this is a safe space. Mm. This is yes. a safe space. Mm. It will stay here. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in real life, it was it would definitely still be my husband. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Okay. So, that's yeah. fair. That's a fair yeah. answer. Sure. Yeah. 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 He's so fun, and he he gets me so. And he's listening. Yeah. Yeah. That's. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> No, I thought I really thought about that one though, because I was like, anyone else I would name, I don't even know. No, so no right, oh, right, right. We gotta think about this. You could possibly work with them, and that would be awkward. Exactly, <laughs> or awful. Oh, right, right. Jennifer, what's your answer? Well, I would say the character, one of my favorite movies, and because I just love music and movies, obviously. Do you know someone? to watch over me with Pierce Brosnan and I would want to be so I just I love that movie I Mm -hmm. love that that sentiment and you know we're strong women and we still and one of our characters says it like you know you want someone on your team but you don't need somebody to do stuff for you but someone over me right that and I love Pierce Brosnan and I love that movie and I love that song so that's that's who I would pick and I don't have a husband so Good answers. Good answers. Yes. Great answers. <laughs> so Jennifer, you you wrote Sugar Plum Twist, correct? Well, Cass, our our, our friends and a great writer, Cass Seegers, wrote okay. it. I came okay. up with the idea and then we developed the story, all three of us together. Cass okay. and I during lockdown. But yes, I, I am the one who is fascinated and in love with Latin music and salsa and studying salsa and Latin culture. So that's okay. how it all started. And one fun fact is that Cass actually is a former romance author. <gasps> oh, yes! We feel so <laughs> and we close. love her automatically. Yes, that's right. We feel so close to her right now. <laughs> We that's love her amazing. automatically. No wonder the movie was good. <laughs> right. Right. It, it hit some really great tropes. And the line you mentioned at the end where she said, you know, she didn't need anyone to speak up for her because she was a strong woman and she didn't mm-hmm. really need anyone to speak up for her. But it was nice that he was in the corner. That was so, I was like, yes, that is exactly what I would want a heroine to say mm-hmm. in the book. Yes. I, right. Yes. I felt yes. that. Yeah, that was like a, a such a powerful theme to the movie. Yeah, um, is that this is what she had to find throughout the movie, right? Because in the beginning, she didn't. I think she was confident um, from the very. I think Natalia, we're talking about, was confident from the very start. Um, but I think she still needed to find that place. She needed to find, you know, her her own words, so to speak. Um, and she and she found that towards the end. And I kind of think, you know, um, him speaking up for her kind of spurred that in that, you know, she was like, look, sir, I like <laughs> that you did this, but yeah, I got I it. Need you to. I yeah. got it. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I love what was that. your um what was your vision when you were all, you know, sitting around talking about this movie? What what did you envision? What what did you want us to get from this movie? What we want to do, Tracy and I, in in telling stories is tell, well, I was gonna say American stories through a diverse mm-hmm. lens, right? Mm-hmm. Not really diverse stories, they're American stories. And when you take the Nutcracker, it's actually a global story, right? Like right. all right. over yeah. the world know the Nutcracker Ballet. Right. Um, mm-hmm. But do and doing it classically is lovely. Little girls love to go and boys and, and see it as for families when there's not a pandemic. But 
What about fusing it with another American story, which are all the Latinos and Hispanic people that are here in mm-hmm. the States? And then right. also, mm-hmm. right. So it's a, it's two classics. It's the ballet world and it's the salsa world come together. So mm-hmm. yeah, I think we like our initial thought was like, what's the most Christmas thing you can do? And I was like, the nutcracker. Nutcracker. Now, right. and then like she said, now how do you tell that story through a diverse lens? And, you know, and be honest, like we were honest. I mean, Cass is a former romance writer, but she was also a former ballerina. Mm-hmm. So she also knew like what the, she had a good, you know, vision or lens of like what those conversations or feelings are like being um, a minority mm-hmm. in the ballet world. And we were, you know, we were happy that we found a partner in Hallmark that would allow those things to come out and be expressed and not watered down or taken out because it might offend people or, Mm -hmm. you know, and things like that. So it was just like being able to do that. And because, you know, and that is the hope for us as we continue to make content is really saying that there is, that, that there, there, Though, that other cultures exist in America, right? right. Um, and they're doing things that people consider all American because they're American too, you know. Right. So just like really pushing the needle of you know universal stories that people will, can relate to and understand, and and that people don't always have to look like you. Right, right. So you can understand that they are, yeah, that they're having the same experience as you, right? um, Or that they they can provide something new and sweet or different to Mm. the experience that we all already know, or something. That was one of the things Mm -hmm. that I really liked was I liked that um, there was no shying away from. Like I I felt, Mm -hmm. I felt all of those moments when Cat was being. Um, our producer's not gonna let me say that word so I won't say that word but when you know she was she was being that in, in all caps in all caps and I my girl like, my girlfriend was watching it and she said oh the microaggression right exactly exactly and I was like and I said, it was so authentic like and it wasn't yeah. just it wasn't it, it just really normal, was oh she's being mean she just doesn't want her um to outshine her or she just doesn't want her to come up in um the uh ballet studio but it was still if there were those little teeny pieces that I was like Ooh, that might be a little racist. Like, ooh, wait a minute. Is she doing this because she's actually like when she heard her last name and like the frown was like instant. And I was like, oh no, what's happening here? What's happening? It was, it but was, it was a good thing. Like, yeah, but it was even from the moment where she, the difference where Miss Cat, mm-hmm. where she saw Meredith come onto the stage mm-hmm. and dance. Mm-hmm. And then when Vivi came on the stage right. and danced, like, just the difference in the way that she watched her, just the yeah. body language, and then how she talked to each dancer. I thought that mm-hmm. was so powerful and authentic. Mm-hmm. And it was mm-hmm. just a small thing in body language and even dialogue. It wasn't a lot, but it was right. powerful and it was so authentic. Mm-hmm. And I was so glad that you didn't shy away from that and that it right. wasn't mm-hmm. down. And I'm sitting here and I'm watching just all these things like this through the whole movie. And I'm thinking to myself, Hallmark just needs to 
create more movies like this. Like this. Yeah, exactly. So exactly. please create more mm-hmm. movies like this for Hallmark. And even even Justin, the way he brought in um, the hip hop. Yes. And he, yes. like, that was like another sick. twist. Like we had the Latina mm-hmm. twist. And then yeah. it was like, now we have this hip hop. I was like, this is <gasps> lovely. It was yeah. great. Yeah. Wow. Fusion, fusion of, of the music. But, you know, Miss Cat, we, everything was purposeful, as you're saying. And remember the requirements were, we wanted the ballet, every world to be as real as possible. So mm-hmm. one of the requirements was you had to do her ballet intensives, right? You had to- Yes, right. And, and both girls had been through her school in front of her. Right, right, right. Yeah. Like, oh, I don't remember you, but I Right, you, right. You know, I'm like, how right. do you not remember her, ma'am? Right. She was right. probably mm-hmm. one of the few <laughs> Latin women to come into right. her intensive. <laughs> Right, right. Yeah, well, she had heard of the studio. Oh, yeah, I heard. Right. Yeah. Okay. Right. Oh, that was the ballet yeah. studio. Yeah. But, but, but I yeah, I mean, it was part, I mean, it wasn't purposeful in the sense of like we wanted to make people or characters look bad. Oh, no. It's like you're making it wasn't a movie, like that. You have to create an arc. Right. And that and was she had what a full it was. Arc. It was like, yeah, yeah, she had a complete arc and yes. like completely like said, okay, we took her from one space of like just only stuck in tradition, you know, right. and yes. what things should look like to a big, expansive sort of place of like, um, of really saying, oh, this is something. Let me present it and not mm. remove Meredith, but add to right you know? right, right. In other words, it's like we don't have to disregard each other we don't have to get rid of what you have right you can just add to mm-hmm. look how we could bring some new to this thing because there's enough you know? space at the table for everyone is what you right. said exactly exactly yeah, right. i love exactly. that message mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It, it, it was wonderful i i love the message to everything and i even loved how you gave her just going back to miss cat is that everyone, no one was cookie cutter. Everyone mm-hmm, had this mm-hmm. story. And even Miss Cat had this backstory of how she treated um, Natalia when she fired her or suspended mm-hmm. her. Yeah. Yeah. It was really something else on what she had yeah. went through with another employee that made her react Glenn, so strongly. Yeah. It didn't have anything mm-hmm. to do with racism. It had right. something exactly. that was really personal. And that mm-hmm. allowed her to open her heart to Vivi and to go and see yeah. her and bring. I, I just really, really love that because you showed her as a full person in, in yeah. that arc. Right. So mm-hmm. she wasn't exactly. just like this mean white woman. She wasn't a character. Right. She was when, a full person. Right. Because right. it, it, yes, e- it would have been easy for us to just dismiss Absolutely. her as the mean white woman. But yeah. giving mm-hmm. her that giving her that extra layer um, yeah. sort, of, sort of rounded her out for us. I mean, mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. the end, you know, I still wasn't. She wasn't yeah. my favorite. Because in real life, sometimes, <laughs> well, because this is the deal. In real life, it's, it's for us, you know, just speaking from a, you know, perspective of being a black woman, mm-hmm. a lot, sometimes it, sometimes it just feels like we're like, is this person racist? And then later right. you find out, no, they're not really racist. They just got shitting on by 20 other people, right. <laughs> right, right. you know, in life right. and they're, and they're guarded and they're just, and they're that way towards anybody who will right. find their space and so do this true. or do that. So that helps us too, because in as much as we want other cultures and people to understand us, we also have to be open to that. I mean, right. Jennifer, so obviously, but the viewers can't see her, but she's an Italian girl from Brooklyn. <laughs> 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 and we met 
quick, you know, just a quick, quick um, thing. We met for her sister because I was working with her sister's company and she had a project that we're still developing. Um, and basically it's, it's interesting. It's, it's, it's centered around interracial relationships. And her sister was just like, uh, go talk to Tracy because nobody's messing with that. Don't have the right stamp on it. <laughs> and so we became friends. Cause I was just like, you know, I have to be very candid with you. Like explain to me as a white woman, what we even want make you want to be with a black man or right. someone else. Like, because I really want to know, like, maybe we don't ask this question enough. We make assumptions when we see interracial couples and we mm -hmm. feel a certain kind of way because we're not getting what we want from our men and things like that. And it was really interesting, her explanation and just insight on how she was like, this is what I see. I see someone who's spiritual, who loves their mother, these layers of things that I was like, oh, oh, perhaps culturally we look at our men differently because they're familiar it's right like if somebody has a crush on my brother i'm like Ugh. <laughs> right right <laughs> so we're not looking at all the good we're not looking at these things that people from the outside are looking at and and are causing this attraction so we're we're very um we're careful, but we're also very, we're digging deeper into that to tell that story correctly as well. Okay. But it also opened up the room for us to actually form a friendship and be able to then say, let's tell stories together. Yeah, that's wonderful. That is I a wonderful, that. that's a wonderful meet cute. Yeah, <laughs> and I hope you get that when when Mateo shines that spotlight on Natalia. Oh on gosh, uh -huh. yeah, that was. <laughs> I was just getting ready to ask, what was your favorite scene in the movie? <laughs> so so hard, but I will say one of one of the many. But I actually loved the um, baking scene with the mom and mm -hmm. oh yeah, yeah again definitely. because of music like I just love the music that we put in that scene but also you know what 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 are holidays what are celebrations it's yeah. food, it's family food yeah. music <laughs> right it's the universal yeah so so that's one of the many scenes but I call out that scene yeah yeah and for me I like I had a fav my favorite moment was the snow the fake snow I was just like, <laughs> snow, I mean, I'm from the South, so I'm still, you know, now I've been in New York for 10 years, but I'm still goo-goo of the snow. And so the first day on set when they had the snow with Natalia, you know, looking out the window and I went outside and stood under it. And I was just like, no, oh yeah. no. And then when Vivi and her dad are looking out the studio with the movie yes. open mm -hmm. the, and her she's yes. with her dad and she's making the wish and the snow. Oh my god. The snow. The we snow is just the snow. I just wanted it to snow and every it was funny because I kept saying, Is it only gonna snow for Natalia? And they were like, No, it's snowing for Vivi. So I was like, it just keeps snowing. <laughs> And also just in the romantic, I mean, speaking about that scene when Natalia is looking, she and, when she and Mateo dance, right? Mm -hmm. After their mm -hmm. yes. he doesn't look mad, oh, he yes. stays and helps you clean up. 
Oh, uh, <laughs> I'm just going to put it out there. That was one of the most romantic movies. I mean, moments of the movie. Okay. Yes, yes. And, the music, <laughs> and the music for that scene, like even our camera guy, right? Our big camera guy was like, okay, I'm tearing up. Like, yeah. <laughs> Not that, but they, they, they actually kissed in that scene and, and we edited it out and I'm happy that we did because it was a little bit too early, but it was such. Yeah. A romantic, it was so sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She should, she should have known early on that Mateo was for her. He was a keeper. (laughs) He was a keeper. Yes, we we all knew the moment put the spotlight on her. Mm -hmm. Exactly. (laughs) Because after that happened, I was just, I just walked into like the living room, and I'm looking at my husband. I was just going through to the kitchen. I'm like. I didn't get a spotlight. <laughs> spotlight now. <laughs> so with that, you're just phoning it in, buddy. <laughs> oh, God. That's amazing. But you know, see, I'm married to a photographer. See, my husband. Oh, so you get spotlight. He is checking off those boxes again, huh, Trace? I'm just saying. <laughs> but you know, just the way that Mateo encourages Natalia throughout, mm-hmm. right? I mean, yeah, again, yeah. like we all need that. Like, again, we know, like, we're confident and we're strong, but to have that person in your corner is like, Natalia, you you should be the choreo. You should be this. I'm watching how people watch you. That's right. romantic and it builds, was building her confidence throughout. Yeah, he was incredibly yeah. supportive. I, yeah. it, it was, it, it was just really a wonderful, just like I said earlier, beautiful uh, movie. It was just so romantic. It was. You, it just, was. you accomplished the mission on this movie. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. really did. You yeah. knew the assignment. The assignment. You did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then yay, also um, yay, Vivi, yay. Vivi and Justin too. Like they they're younger, right? Yes, oh, I love right. the dual right. storyline. You had they going were cute. That whole ugly sweater thing that was really cute. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And he was that reggaeton producer, and all like I if you if, if you heard it, it's mine. If it was if you loved it, it's mine. You know. And then he's like, like okay, okay, better. Justin. <laughs> yeah. And, and then, then he shows up at the sweater. party with the ugly, ugly sweater. sweater. Okay. Dude is like, going oh. over her. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's when we yeah. knew he's all in. Yeah. He wore the and sweater. And you know what? It's funny. A, fu- a fun fact um, is that that was his idea. Like, we weren't going to put him on an ugly sweater because he was saying he didn't do ugly sweaters, so he had the scarf. And then he put on the sweater and he showed up and we're like, on set and we're like no 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 remember you're not and he was like no I want to and we were like you do and he was like yeah and we we're like okay and then we were like we have to think of the line and he goes a cave he goes I want a cave I was like oh, oh you do okay that is so sweet that is you should, so, yeah, you should have so. just invited us to the set for inspiration for our next one <laughs> yeah. so I'm just saying so we can keep, so we can keep saying the next oh. one yeah. we're gonna hold you yeah. to it I have yeah. I have my pen and paper already well I don't okay, know you, you, you're getting ready to give them those rapid fire questions they might yes. like oh right. right okay okay all right we here just we go. want to say thank you so much for joining us on Unwrap Romance this has been so much fun it has thank it really you. has been but we, before we let you go we wrap up every episode with a Christmas rapid fire question round. So in two minutes, we're going to ask you as many questions as you can get in two minutes and just throw out your answers. Okay. All right. Ready? Favorite Christmas movie? Mm. Oh, God. You can oh. say Sugar Plum Twist <laughs> if you want. That's right. yeah. <laughs> My new favorite Christmas movie. Right? <laughs> 
I, I still like Elf. Is it Elf the one with Will Ferrell? I yes. Still, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I like the one with Tom Hanks with uh, the train, the North Pole. Where I kind of oh, the Polar Express. Polar Express. Yeah, yeah Polar yeah. Express. Okay. Yeah. That uh, I like. I'm, it's a classic now. Yeah. Yeah, so Can I also throw in the the claymation Santa Claus is coming to town, those old ones when they Yes. Yes. Forget CPI or whatever they're doing. Those are I love those little claymation. Absolutely. Um favorite Christmas carol. Now Mariah Carey. I can't stop saying. But then Silent Night by the Temptations. Temptations. So we gotta. Yes, we gotta. You know, differentiate between the other. Yes. That is the classic. I need the soul in it. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Go ahead. Oh no! You got to give your. Oh, I was gonna say, you know what? Like at the end, and I'm gonna like it. Like my my at the end of mass when they on Christmas Eve, they usually play Joy to the World, and I just it's just uplifting. And yes. I love any version yeah. of the world, you know. Absolutely. Like, we need that Joy to the World, please, Lord. <laughs> we absolutely need that. <laughs> I amen. Second that. Amen. <laughs> uh, early shopper or last minute Christmas shopper. Oh. I'm an early shopper in my head, and I'm. Still getting what, what is it? It's December twenty something, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, four more days. Exactly. <laughs> but things are going more on sale all of a sudden. <laughs> of, of course, yeah. of course. <laughs> well, I would say I'm an early shopper for myself because <laughs> I have to shop for myself. <laughs> and then, and last, and then you know, I get the other people. I give their stuff to them on time. That's, what, that's all they need to know. <laughs> Do you open presents on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day only? Ooh, so I I do like opening something on Christmas Eve. And last year we opened everything on Christmas Eve and I did not like that. So I need to open major stuff Christmas Day. I need mm-hmm. to look forward to that and it needs to happen that way. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> what about you, Jennifer? So I'm a t- so I'm Italian, and we do Christmas Eve is big, and that we do something called the Feast of the Seven Fishes, right? And like you, we have a my we celebrate and eat on Christmas Eve, but I my boys are 20 and 28, and Santa still comes Christmas morning. I still <laughs> set it all up. I have the Santa wrapping paper. It's they have their stockings get stuffed. The milk and cookies are sitting there, and we still do Santa oh, Christmas morning. Oh. Oh, so like 5 a.m. Now it's like noon when they get up, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is so sweet. Okay. Is your Christmas Martha Stewart or this Christmas? Mm. <laughs> this Christmas, Donny Hathaway, this Christmas, like this Christmas? No, like this, this Christmas, Christmas with uh, Chris Brown and Loretta oh, well, I present this Christmas. I am not. If I'm home, it's definitely this Christmas. <laughs> if I'm home with my family. Uh, but if we're here, just my husband and my son and I, it's, it's probably a bit of Martha Stewart. <laughs> Okay. Okay, and this is the most important question you will oh, answer. Come on, y'all. I need. Right. I need. All I right. need a win. No, okay. Time. No. Don't. No. Don't. Don't. I don't need try a win. to influence them. Okay. Eggnog or no eggnog? 
I'm going to mm. answer. I was no, I was a no eggnog, but that coquito that we uh, in the movie uh, with the rum, if it has rum, all the way. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. you know. Jennifer. So it's interesting. Like my husband is eggnog and I'm so against it. And then, but I will agree, like my neighbor made me coquito and I was just like, oh, this is the new thing. And I slept so good after drinking it Friday night. <laughs> <laughs> What are, you, are you ladies one in one on the no. I'm team eggnog she's team no eggnog and yeah. I'm oh. you for my tea okay I'm losing I'm losing for the sleep. season that's right you're losing I'm losing for the season because anything that puts you to sleep like a baby is on my team yeah, exactly. I mean seriously I was like oh my god yeah. <laughs> well, thank okay. you so much for, for coming and talking about Sugar Plum Twist. It is such a delightful movie. It's so good. Well, thank you for you having me. You just knocked it out of the park. Thank, thank you so you, much, ladies. And please tell people to watch the repeats and you know, yeah. watch and, it on the yes. streaming app and DVR it. Yep. It is on Hallmark and it comes on repeats constantly. So make sure you catch yeah. it. It is and a the, wonderful and the, movie. Yeah, and the streaming. And it's service. also on the Hallmark Now streaming app. Oh, on the streaming oh, app. Oh, great. Okay, yeah. that's cool. Yes, yes. I yes. have it and recorded, if you have like, so I will yeah. watch it. And if you have Amazon Prime, it aggregates to that. So basically, definitely. We, you, look, if we want to make more of those movies, we need people to Absolutely. watch, watch and, them. So yeah, that watch the them distributor and, will say, oh, there's an audience for this. Right. You know? and, keep, yes. and keep the conversation going keep about the it. Yes. I saw a lot of conversation 100%. on Twitter. Even mm -hmm. after um, it, it premiered, is. I saw a lot That's of conversation right. on Twitter about it. So keep so, the conversation Keep it going. So y'all, we're in the last countdown days to Christmas, and we have two fabulous actors here with us today. Um, Crystal Joy Brown is a Broadway and television actress known for portraying Diana Ross in the Broadway musical Motown, and she's currently playing Eliza in Hamilton. And we also have, this is the first time here at Unwrap Romance, but we have hey. the hero and the heroine of a movie. So we also have Mr. Curtis Hamilton joining us. Now, Curtis played Dr. Dre in the award-winning Surviving Compton. Yes. Let me tell you, out of all of them, Dr. Dre was my favorite. So go, like, yay, Curtis. <laughs> me too. So, Curtis, and, <laughs> Curtis and Crystal are starring in Lifetime's Writing Around the Christmas Tree. Welcome to Unwrap Romance, Curtis yes. and Crystal. Thanks Thank for you for having us. us. This is exciting. This is our first interview for the, together for the, the movie. Oh, oh we are so excited. We get to yay. have you both of you here together at hey. Unwrap Romance. We are so excited. All now, right. we're ready for this. We have a tradition here at Unwrap Romance, and it is our icebreaker. And I was considering doing something different, but I was like, why monkey around with tradition, right? <laughs> so since we are both romance writers and you are in a romantic Christmas movie, we said, we're going to throw this question at you. One of the tropes that are kind of, it's kind of prevalent in romance movies, especially Christmas movies, is forced proximity and it's being stuck somewhere. And if you were stuck on a rooftop with anyone, 
who would you want to be stuff stuck on a rooftop with? Ooh. <laughs> oh, stuck on a rooftop. Um, oh, I mean, I think because I pandemic so well with this being, I would have to say my dog. I you know, knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I'm sorry, but uh, a, a never woman's best friend answer. is Never happy. got that. I mean, you know, men are wonderful and great, um, but like there's there's just so much unconditional love when you have this little bundle of joy. Um, no, I mean, look, I'm going to be honest, like I'm looking at Curtis right now and I would need if if my puppy love was in the the, the body of a Curtis, it's easy, <laughs> easy to stay on the rooftop with Curtis. Know, like, if he didn't speak, no, I'm just kidding. No, I don't exactly yet. talk, but he's he, my dog is very communicative. Um, no, but wow. yeah, no, no, but I mean, kind of like Curtis is the 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 ideal. He's the dream. Oh, so, okay. Curtis, she I fixed it. Curtis. Curtis. She honored. She okay, fixed it. Was... <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I said good play. things. I said nothing but good things. I know. Yeah, so just, check this out. As my as mom, as you don't like, talk. I can't even follow that up and say anybody else. So it has to be Crystal. I would love to. Oh my gosh! Oh, I'm so surprised. <laughs> I'm shocked that you would say that, Curtis. Thank I know, right? So I mean, much. there's no other answer that, that can be. I want to hear you just sing to me every night. Put me to sleep. That you know. And just, you know, just, yeah, just serenade me all, all day, all day. Just look at how beautiful there she you is. There go. She's so, she's funny. And the dog can stay home. But if she wants to bring the dog, she can bring the dog. I love dogs. But, I think a yeah. dog is a good buffer in any relationship. <laughs> so I think people need the dog around. I know, so, but you would probably kick me out after, you know, you probably kick me off the rooftop, you know. No, so. I mean, but like, honestly, we made the movie during COVID. So we were kind of stuck on top of a mountain together. Like we really were already stuck together and it all worked out well. Every single person that we got to work with, like they're lifelong friends now. So, I mean... This question worked out I don't, so yeah, much I was going to say. It, it just was so much better than I could have ever imagined. I don't think we're ever prepared for the answers that we get. <laughs> that, that might be the best. And we yes. certainly were not prepared today no. for the dog, i.e. Curtis, on the roof with you. <laughs> but, okay. I mean, it's a perfect combination. I'm not going to lie. Like, it, I, it really is. I look. That's I why I know I know Chris so I believe knew she was going to say the dog. I just like, <laughs> I was going to say that, but I was like, I'm, I don't want to talk over her in this interview. You know, it happens in these interviews. I was like, let me see what she's going to say. It was a dog. <laughs> yep. Well, I will say now that we have you two with us and we've heard you two together, now we see why the chemistry in this movie was so fantastic. Mm -hmm. All the banter mm -hmm. was so fantastic. I, I mean, the, the, my favorite part is the banter, you know, the fact like oh, the back wonderful. and forth and the like, uh-uh, like that's my favorite. And that's, that kind of carried, that kind of carried into our relationship. We just like love to tease each other. I mean, I, at least I love to tease you. I hope that you love to tease me back. <laughs> These setups you're doing right now. She said, <laughs> the setups are real. Curtis is like, this is our first and last interview together. <laughs> this is what Crystal does. She like sets me up just to see what kind of response I'm going to get. I've learned because in the beginning, um, she would do that. She's like, I don't think, I don't think you like me. What do you say to that? I'm like, you set me up. I'm like, no. But I mean, like, we we had to like 
um, grow with each other so quickly, you know, because we we had never met before this. So, yeah. and we both have, I think we're both sensitive in a way, right? You would say that, Crystal. Oh and yeah. We're getting no actors. We're actors. We're neurotic, sensitive weirdos. Absolutely. Same with. And we had to get to know each other very quickly. <laughs> we're on top of each other very, very, very quickly. So yeah. we had a lot of lines to learn very, very, very quickly. So yeah, it was. <laughs> Yeah. Now, now I love the. I mean, like seriously, I love. Are you saying her. you didn't love me before, and now you, wow. you grew to love I me? I didn't know you. Well, we're just <laughs> we are such <laughs> spectators here. Liz. Oh my gosh, such spectators. <laughs> you know, you, I'm I'm also learning a lot. I was gonna say, why don't you both tell us about uh, your roles? Um, in the movie how you, for everybody. Right, in the movie. Because yeah, so, we've seen it, but, seen it yet. Yeah, say it to everybody else so they know. Wait, we haven't seen it. Did you we've like seen, it? Yes. We're the, we're the special people, so we yeah, saw we're, it. We yeah, saw we're it. special, so we got like, to see it and really role? enjoyed it. So, Oh my gosh. Okay, great. That's, Let me ask you really quick. Great. You said you haven't had the hero and the, what did you call me again? And the heroine. Heroine, so you are the hero. You would be the hero. Yeah, you would be the hero. She would be the hero. Okay. He was like, what did you call me? Wait, yeah. okay. <laughs> Nervous. I was like, I didn't call him anything. I know, wait. Let me think. I've never been called the Because <laughs> 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 she's the one, I'm the two. And I think of hero, I'm like one. Anyway. Okay. So, but you never, why, have you, why haven't you guys had both? Like, we just haven't been that lucky um, yeah, yet. The we're schedules just, yeah. haven't worked out because, that way. And also, we're special. Very we special. We together, Curtis. Like, this is great. Yeah, and it's Christmas, so it's like our Christmas gift episode. So you know, yeah. this is just how it worked out. That's my uh, story. I mean, and doesn't I'm going this with feel it. like a real relationship? Don't you guys really feel like you're talking I to? I swear, a God, I feel like I have my hand in it right now. <laughs> it, it absolutely feels like that. That whole Crystal, you gonna ready? be on the roof with you? What'd you say, my love? Are you ready? <laughs> Am I ready to get married? <laughs> Oh, wow. Do we have a proposal on the show? No. That's, yeah. I mean, look, we can talk. I live in New York. You live in LA. It's long distance well, is hard. Curtis, um, that's not a no. I, Lacey, not a have no. you written this book? I think you've written I, this book with long I, distance relationships. I mean, yeah. lifetime is dark. They're asking about a, you know, a sequel. They're like, out. what's up? So, I mean, y'all ready to this write This could be a sequel because y'all can go back to the retreat and... Whoa. Don't give us spoilers. Oh, crap. That's why I don't talk about the movie. I ask <laughs> you to talk about the movie because I will give spoilers. They and you see how she just walked into that spoiler. That is Let's hilarious. give a sequel. That's all well, I'm I, I can help. the sequel. <laughs> I can help give a brief, a little synopsis without hopefully any spoilers. Okay. Spoilers, um, yeah, okay. let me shut up. No spoilers. Um... <laughs> So uh, it, it starts with a, a writer, and you guys are writers, so you can understand this, who is having a bit of writer's block and has mm -hmm. been having writer's block for some time now. She's written a successful series of books, and it's time for her to end this series, but she doesn't know how. And um, she hosts these writer's retreats or writer's workshops. And when she's at the workshop, not the retreat, when she's at a workshop, a mysterious, handsome young man comes nosying into her life, wondering why she won't take up the pastime of the Christmas holiday retreats that her mother, who was also a very successful writer, did. Um, and she hasn't done them in years since her mom died about four years ago. And he kind of lights the flame to this idea of her 
restarting these retreats and getting some writers together to hopefully break her writer's block and maybe find a little something else. It was so good too. In let's, some let's way, somehow, this writer ends up coming to the retreat. It's <laughs> funny how that works I out. Like, I, I was like, is well, he just there? I was a journalist. <laughs> is, he, is he stalking her? <laughs> no, 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 no. I was a journalist, not a writer. Oh, okay. I'm so sorry. You are a journalist. But I was a journalist. Who, right. I shouldn't have been there, but I forced my way. Yeah, you absolutely forced well, my way. Hilariously. <laughs> <laughs> to me, it was really interesting to me because like I really like love digging into the dramaturgy like when I was reading it and I went to the director and I and I went to, to Curtis too. After, I was like, oh, so this is about isolation and how we need community and how we've all been in isolation and how we like in order to get past our trauma. Because like I really think that the piece is a lot about grief and how we deal with our trauma and how we deal right, with our with grief. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and how we can't always do it alone, and how sometimes we really need a community of people to come in and help us, and or maybe you know open ourselves up to having other people help us go to that next place to either unblock ourselves or to deal with our trauma because mm -hmm. she is dealing with something pretty heavy like her mother's passing that right. I don't think she had ever really grappled with. She just kind of move forward you know and so right. what that does is like in his like his desire to to know more about her mother a conversation she doesn't want to talk about really um is you know is to start make her look at what's going on in her trauma and her grief and start opening herself up you know one of the things i love about this this movie is that also there's just so everyone's kind of represented in this movie i mean a lot Absolutely. of people are represented in this movie and it's mm -hmm. also there's a lot of little deeper themes that kind of go along with what we were all going through during covid you know being isolated and even coming back into the world right now as we've been coming back like can we come back and how does it feel to be back in community you know you're you're trying to make it work but sometimes it feels awkward um and sometimes you don't know how to to be with others, especially when you've been isolated for so long. And as writers, you guys know, like that's essential to be isolated, to sit in your box and to be alone. A lot of times is how you get it done. Right. Absolutely. Definitely. Absolutely. Yeah, we, we know a little bit about that. Yes. <laughs> Just a we little. We were a little so. bit jealous about the whole retreat, actually. We were watching it. <laughs> Yeah, because we you don't go on retreat. Job with that, no. We, especially with COVID, you know. So we we related to that really well, and mm -hmm. I think I I love the idea, like what what you mentioned about the the side characters and how everyone was represented. That was so wonderful because you had an older generation represented, you mm -hmm. had um, diversity represented in all walks of life, mm -hmm. and I just really really enjoyed that and even side romances so I think you guys just did such a wonderful job and we enjoyed the movie and yeah all of that was intentional you know it was intentional to have that level of representation because for us I mean living in New York and LA and I mean living really anywhere on planet earth this is the reality of our world it's much mm -hmm. more diverse it's much more open and we wanted everyone to be able to see themselves you know and so that was like the casting all of that from Jake was deliberate did right. a fantastic job yeah yeah so so Curtis you didn't think you were um being a little bit stalkerish <laughs> oh this I, is teeny bit. I, de I definitely was being stalkerish <laughs> I was not going to be turned away it's not happening we see we see that I we mean look our characters she's such a strong uh, you know Michaela played mm -hmm. by, by Crystal such a strong woman who 
um, I could tell, you know, was lived, you know, lived, um, you know, behind her her mom's shadows all her life, and she mm-hmm. wanted to live up to it, but you know, she knew that it would probably be impossible to. And um, oh wow, and obviously Ouch. I could. What'd you say? <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Like, you know, I mean, she's a New York Times bestseller. And all, she she's reached the highest of the highs. And then there's me coming in, and I'm challenging her, and she doesn't want to be challenged. So, right. I mean, of course, I mean, I found her. I was struck by her, her beauty, her smarts, and everything. That um, once I got and met her, I was like, oh, I just, I want this story, but I want this girl. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to do whatever I have to do to get, you know, to get there. So she was so intriguing. You know, everything about her was intrigued me. And I was like, I got it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find a way to get there no matter what. So I'm going to keep popping up until she says yes. And that's what I was going to do. And I'm I wasn't sure. Her. I was a little scared for you for a minute. I, know, I was like, how's this I was like, she about to have him arrested. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> like, Dang. I was worried. I didn't know. I didn't know it was going to work that? out, Curtis. But you pulled it through. You pulled, you came through. I pulled through. I, I pulled through. I you pulled, did. Pulled you through. did. You but, did. The chemistry was great. I have to ask you, oh, what was you. your favorite scene to film, either together or individually? Which which one was it? Oh gosh, um, like we haven't seen the movie, so it's been a minute. Um, but I mean, the group scenes were always fun. Oh, there's one when we're sitting at the table and all the food comes down and he's just eating and enjoying himself. Like that for me was just that like token moment. I was like, he is so comfortable. Like, and like everyone at the table is acting like this is normal. And I'm just like, what is wrong with everybody? And my dad's like, hey, get it. And I'm like, what is happening? Like he's eating potatoes. He's like adding extra seconds, thirds. And the, you know, just shooting that was funny. And I do have like a whole bunch of behind the scenes footage of that. And the, oh, the place, don't touch that. Don't touch, <laughs> you, know, like, you know, and it was just like, like so funny. <laughs> anytime we got to like play an ad lib and also um, Meg Steedle is like so funny. Gavin like is so funny. Everybody is hilarious, yeah, you know, and like, because it was a COVID, we shot it during COVID and we shot it in March. Like it was, we were in our bubble. And so anytime we got to like play and improv and watching them, um, watching them do the 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 letters like their poems. Oh, that was so. <laughs> I'm telling you, that was. Yo, but my favorite part, that. though, too, was that Ma- Michaela never had to share any of her stuff. She was like, "Uh huh. Oh, good job, guys. We noticed." <laughs> no, yeah, because I was like, "Is she wait? Is she not do this on?" <laughs> no. Then. I'm giving them homework while I try to go write this last book. <laughs> yeah, but it was great, you know. Like, yeah, I just thought everyone was so funny. Like, I mean, a lot of times when we when the cameras were just about to roll or just finished rolling would be the best time. Y'all, what about you, Curtis? You I'm very see, curious. Oh. Yeah, Curtis, what's your list? Um, yeah, I am what's curious. Your favorite? What, what is my favorite scene? Mm-hmm. Like you said, it's been so long, but. The one that pops up in my head was obviously when were, I was in um, your uh, your your study room, I, you, I guess your book room, you would say, and I was reading your book, mm-hmm. and um, I challenged you in terms of like the ending and all that stuff, and kind of uh, I think that's what happened, right? I'm trying to if I'm re- recalling it right, but and yeah. I remember we did. I definitely improved a lot that day because you were just like, and we wouldn't stop. So I don't know if, how the scene ended up going, but there was a lot of ad libs, and we. <laughs> it just let us go and just let us yeah. go there was this banter between me and her like just giving each other like jabs left and right it was like a boxing match and 
I just yeah. thought it was hilarious because we were just that's that was true Crystal and Curtis personality right there. <laughs> that. And that's all I remember from it. So yeah, <laughs> Jake was like, um, "Are you done?" Yeah, I'm just gonna and let this like, roll. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, it, and it came across. Really, it came across really well. It really. Oh, so did. you know what scene I'm talking about? Mm-hmm, I yeah, did, I, absolutely. I did. Yeah, and because at first just, I was like, I know he's not telling her how to write her book <laughs> this is not gonna end well ladies i appreciate you <laughs> i felt no, but you that i felt was one of the things like because she was like this man is coming and he's being very like cocky and all this stuff but then yeah. he like really like this mansplaining mm. <laughs> yeah oh mm. yeah he does a little mansplaining and then and this is perfect he had to leave so i can talk real honestly about him no just kidding <laughs> No, uh, I get my um, charge. I'm like, oh, I didn't charge my phone, my computer last night. No, like, I know. Tish. Mercury was just in retrograde and we're all dealing with the aftermath. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I, you know, I, I love the idea of seeing number one, of course, black love. Um, I love seeing gay love. I love seeing older people falling in love. Mm-hmm. I love the fact that I like when I lo- read the script and like, and Jake presented it to me, I was like, oh my gosh, I see grief you know i see and a lot of us are grieving right now i see the isolation i see us breaking out i see us like reconnecting and then just like good good quality <laughs> makeup and good costumes mm-hmm. okay like mm-hmm. i'm just, and like that my is a plot was on thank point. you yeah yeah <laughs> the yes. costumes were great we, we yes. appreciated it let me Your tell hair you was great the entire movie. yes thank you <laughs> thank you yeah Yes, I we mean, do, we do pay attention to things like that. Yes, we do. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's exciting. It's exciting that like it found such a beautiful home and that we get to come out like on Christmas and my family is all going to it's like now part of our our plan for the day is that we're well, I have like 5000 shows that week um, for Hamilton. But on Christmas Day, I will be opening presents and watching the movie um, and hopefully with, you know, with all of you. Oh, that'll be cute. I'll definitely be watching again. Absolutely. <laughs> it's the perfect movie to watch on Christmas mm-hmm. night and to just gather yeah. around the TV with your family and watch on Christmas evening. What, and what do you guys what what do you guys think about a Christmas Day release? You watch a lot of is it Oh, absolutely. I, yeah, okay. Yeah. I mean, we're romance writers, so it's the perfect and and actually we have we write Christmas romance books. Mm-hmm. So it's the perfect day to celebrate. Uh, romance and especially holiday romance and we're just lovers of you know the season so we definitely watch holiday movies that that every single day every single same I I just have them playing just as Mm -hmm, I'm decorating cooking as soon as I walk in the house I just put them on so that I can just like just fall in love like it's just cozy time it's yeah. feel it is. good it is. it's feel good tv it, it yeah. really is and the world is crazy and sometimes yes, you just we like, need it you do you need just a like a spoonful of sugar which is what a lot of this stuff is but it just i think we tried to bring some reality to it you know some like realness like it wasn't all just gooey love story it was a little bit you know and I, I felt like it had some depth to it i'm excited to see it <laughs> that yes. came across <laughs> it, it all right naima it's, it's time for our rapid fire yes rapid fire. just oh, as a yeah. reminder we are watch riding around the christmas tree that is december 25th christmas day at 8 p.m central on lifetime it is a wonderful movie so go ahead and enjoy it and watch it with your family so but here at unwrap romance we end every episode with the rapid fire question round and so you have two minutes to answer 
a round of questions and Lacey is going to keep time. Get my so time are you ready? I'm okay. sweating. Okay. People normally start sweating as soon as this you say these words. Yeah, okay. Oh, most definitely, because this is serious business. Okay. Oh gosh. Okay. <laughs> All right. Favorite Christmas movie. Oh, Home Alone. Easy. Home Alone <laughs> 2, actually. Yes. Gremlin. Gremlin. <laughs> okay. It's the Christmas movie. Oh. <laughs> that might be a first. <laughs> Favorite Christmas carol. Oh, um, Nat King Cole. Uh, the one with the chestnuts. Yes. Christmas song. Oh, Christmas song. Yes. yes. What is that called? The Christmas, the Christmas song. song. Yeah, oh, Christmas no song. Thank you. Yes, yeah, that the, one. I love that one. So I don't remember names. So we're going to go there. Uh, early shopper or last minute Christmas shopper? Oh, Both. last minute. I'm shopping all year for Christmas. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Open presents on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day only? Christmas, Christmas Day. Day. My birthday is December 22nd, so my birthday has to have its allocated time. And Christmas is Christmas. My birthday is my birthday. So Christmas Day. <laughs> Sagittarius in the building. Yes. <laughs> Both of my brother and sister are that. So that's probably why I get Christmas. But go ahead. What's the next question? <laughs> okay. Is your holiday the Waltons or this Christmas? Huh? Is your holiday the Waltons or this Christmas? I don't know what the Waltons are, but it sounds... What? It's like really small town, really sweet, and or is it like oh, super it's this Christmas. I know what this Christmas is, and I yeah. identify uh, this Christmas. <laughs> this Christmas. That's the black Christmas movie, right? Yeah, that's yes. the black one. Yeah, yeah, with Chris Brown, right? The black one, uh, yeah. Whatever yeah. the black option Definitely is. Definitely that one. <laughs> okay, this might be the most important question on the list. Eggnog okay. or no eggnog? I hate eggnog. I love vegan eggnog. No, I'm I'm vegan, so okay. it, it has to be the vegan. I do love it. I do love it. One each. One each, Lacey. One each. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. But, All right. It's, okay. but I specialize vegan style. Okay, we're so. taking it, though. We're taking A it. A vegan okay, eggnog. Great. <laughs> okay, great. Okay. Never say that, good <laughs> Last question. Hammer yeah. turkey for Christmas. Turkey oh, I make a bro. vegan tofurkey that is delicious. My grandmother, <laughs> my grandmother still calls it toe turkey. I don't know why she does. Because it tastes like toe. <laughs> Facts. It does not taste like toe. It tastes delicious. And you all should get into it. Okay. Help the environment by going vegan. That's my PSA. Well, um, I don't but also, a lot of meat, so let's put that out there, but I'm not doing a vegan toe turkey. <laughs> you would love the toe turkey. If I made it for you, you'd eat it. I promise. Oh, actually wow. If we're trapped bite. on top of a roof together and I make toe turkey, <laughs> you're going to eat it. Okay, Curtis. Spoken. Curtis, what are you, turkey or ham? I mean, turkey is, I, I don't eat, ham just looks gross. It's, it's um uh, yeah, the texture of it drives me nuts. It looks like dog food. I just never got oh, into it. Wow, I like dog leftovers. You can have it. Wait, I, I don't wait. like it. Wow. I feel like this is a dig at my ham. So on that note, we're it's going to <laughs> Yeah, that's that's the face you make with Naima's ham. But okay, let's wow, move on. okay. This is why we're going wow. to end this in this interview. No, <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much, Crystal and Curtis. This has been awesome. It and has. we just want to thank you both for joining us on Unwrap Romance. Thank you guys. Oh, I also um I'm I don't know. If I wanted to add that I'm also filming Raising Cain in season two right now. I don't know if you guys know that. 
Oh, no, I didn't know I that. Yes. So I know that wasn't in the intro, but yes, I am currently filming eight episodes of Raising Canaan season two. And I'm on the Equalizer. Wow. The Equalizer. That is my show with Queen Latifah. Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, shoot. Let me go and throw mine in there. Go ahead. Yes. No, yeah. You you should add yours. You didn't even mention that Insecure. (laughs) We just talked about it before the 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 interview. Keisha, like, get your girls. What's up? (laughs) You know, I couldn't mention it because I'm only on season one. That's why I couldn't bring it up. You said you you were going to give me time to catch up. Uh, well, Keisha knew, but I'm also in a new series that comes out in January, Oprah series. So I know you guys probably watch Oprah stuff because everybody. Yes. Okay. Okay. What's the name, What's of, the name of that series? It's called The Kings of Napa. Ooh. I heard of that. I heard of that. I'm going to write that down. I'm going to write Curtis we can, Kings of Napa. Let's, we can redo the intro. Yeah, maybe like, just a little tune up on the intro. But like, yeah, let's. That's let's good. Keep, you got to add those credits, honey. <laughs> <laughs> we got you. We got you. <laughs> You're only as good as your latest project. Listen, let me forget you real quick. Like, because you're only as good as your latest book. Like, I've worked since then, baby. (laughs) (laughs) I know, I know. It's so hard. No, but it's it's great. This has been really wonderful. Thank you guys for having us. Yeah, we had fun. Thank you so much for having us. Okay, so I gave Sugar Plum Twist four L's. You gave it four? Four L's. Okay. I, did. I loved it, loved it, loved it. Let me look I on my too. sheet and see. Um, you took notes, didn't you? I took notes on all of the movies that I watched. <laughs> I watched a billion movies. You're so I good. Took a billion notes. Um, and so I think I took off because... I felt like um, Miss Cat had a good, um, she did have a good arc, but I just did not like her. Um, and even, even after finding out her why, I still didn't like her. And I wanted, um, I just wanted more of like a reckoning for her. Like, I have thoughts. Okay, okay well, go, go ahead. ahead. Okay, go ahead, go no, seriously, no, okay. All right, see, um, I see what you're saying, but I guess it's because it is a Christmas movie and I've, I I want to believe in that spirit of Christmas. And I mm-hmm. love the fact that she had this whole reason why she reacted so strongly and the fact mm-hmm. that it had nothing to do with race and everything to do with being betrayed by another employee and that she went and sought Vivi out. And then it was her initiative that brought Vivi back to the to the ballet I really thought that was so smart and I thought it was so heartwarming and it really to me was such the spirit of Christmas I gave it five okay yeah we're moving on yeah I I did I loved it like I did love it I did I I had this total center stage moment at the end oh my gosh I think I think in your next life you're just gonna be a dancer because you just want to be every every dance movie you just want to be up there dancing I don't know wait till you hear my top five (laughs) um one of the things I did really really love about Sugar Plum Twist was um the authenticity, authenticity of the movie and yes. the representation. Right. Um, oh, under everything. the Christmas tree, under the Christmas tree that came on Lifetime, 
um, also had a lot of authenticity and representation. Yes. Um, to yes. me. And so I really, really enjoyed that one. I gave that one four elves as well. I did too. Um, I really enjoyed it. I really, what I enjoyed most was, and I had to keep checking the TV because I was like, what channel is this? Like, I know. Well, it, I was it, like, are they this lifetime? Did you say that? I like the one yeah. when they were like, when they had the when conversation they won, with the queer language. <laughs> right. And they're like, oh, I was like, wow. This, this is, is when so I knew I was queer and um, White Christmas made you gay. It's queer. And I know, right? That was so hilarious because White Christmas is one of my favorite Christmas movies. And I was like, yes, I could see that. <laughs> like, but I love that movie. And there was just so much open dialogue yes and it was between original authentic dialogue right even between Alma and her parents you know when her father is like oh is she gay and Alma's like of course she's gay like you know it it just was all of those things and watching the movie made you feel like you were really um inside this story like these things were just happening in a normal household and they're just having these conversations and these two just met and they they had really spark like each chemistry. other and i'm not normally a fan of meet cutes with a lot of speechlessness um which Alma but that had, worked but it worked for them it worked it, it worked did for them. it wasn't um, like awkward i wasn't like hey somebody say something because this is getting really awkward right right here i'm being un- i'm uncomfortable right, right. <laughs> like i was like you really can't talk like you're a whole adult you can't you don't have any words. I mean, maybe because maybe because my job is coming up with all the words, but it's like you don't have any words to say. Like nothing. So, right. Sometimes that can be annoying, but it it worked in this case. What did not work for me, and which made me give it a four, was the whole um I need this Christmas tree um plot is that because I just feel like look, it's a billion trees out here. Look, <laughs> go find another tree. Like why are we doing this? And I, every movie that I, every movie that I watch, this, there was something on um, the other night is the older one, uh, Miss Christmas. And it's that same con- concept. Like she goes, she travels so far. I forgot which, I think she was in Chicago and she traveled some, I don't know. But she traveled so far just to get this one tree. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's not the only tree in the world. Just get another tree. There are billions of trees. There's lots of forestation just like get out there and just chop down a tree and let's move on with this why are we investing so much and it has to be this tree this person doesn't want to give you that tree and you all forcing it you all in their face 24 7 trying to get this tree and it's just okay i did not mind the tree aspect as much because i felt like you know it it lent to like the conflict and then Mm -hmm. the big blow up later um, and I like that she was so she she understood how much the tree meant, to, you know, to to, you know, I can't remember her name. But Alma. So Alma. to Alma. So she mm-hmm. went and she found another tree finally. And I did like the whole tree whisper thing again. Like this is what the second or the third movie like that with a tree whisper. I think but, it's the second one this season. And and she went more into it, I think, than the other one. Yeah. Like as and, and that was fascinating. Well, I don't know. In the other one, she was putting pine needles in a cocktail. Yeah, which so. which we're still talking about. So maybe yeah. that was smarter than <laughs> <laughs> then we want to give it credit for. But the reason I gave it four stars is because Alma got on my nerves a little bit. 
mm-hmm. with the whole she I can see that tractable. Yes. Like, yes, yes, yes. Family aspect, wonderful. So yeah. Um, and I'm glad you said family because that just yes. moves us right into our next movie. Yes. The Christmas House. Christmas house to which that was those halls. Hilarious. It was hilarious. Hilarious. It was, it, it was just, oh gosh, the whole thing. While there was no um new romance so we right. didn't get we didn't get the romance feels um no. this was a really really good feel good family movie yeah um, absolutely it just was a really good family movie to me and it was so funny and I love Mike and Brandon I want them to oh, be my brothers just, um I and I, I just want to hang my, out with this family I hope my two brothers don't hear that but I would like Mike and Brandon to my be sister can hear my two brothers I trade them in. I don't care <laughs> I just, I just really, really enjoyed them. I enjoyed the, even, the even rivalry. the, yeah, the rivalry. And because that was so true, like, like a lot of that was so authentic, you know? Yeah. The, him the rivalry like between the brothers. Shadow. Right. Right. And then the point where he said, you know, um, you're, you're like everything. You're perfect. You're my perfect straight brother. And I was like, yeah. oh, I know it just got you right in the feels. <laughs> right. I felt like, oh, Brandon. But then when he him a hug, <laughs> when they got to fighting in the play. <laughs> right. When I say my mother would have come down off that stage. <laughs> my mother would have rolled down off that stage and snatched both of us both up. Out of- <laughs> But nobody they, else would have had to put us out. They they followed it up. The usher came and was like, "You and you, let's go." <laughs> but then they followed it up with this tender moment in the lobby. And when you know he's Mike said to to Brandon, "You know, I've always admired you because you've lived honestly, like yeah. you've lived your right. life right. as just as honestly and authentically as right. you know without." caring what people thought mm-hmm. and, and it was hard it had to be hard for you yeah. but you did it but he and did he, it. he admired that bravery and I thought that was so good it was just so good it was it was what yeah. I didn't with what, what disappointed me a little was I always love a little Christmas magic um in my Christmas movies it did have and a little so, bit yeah see how you hang see, see how you're doing a little <laughs> bit it was it was so much it was too subtle that they could have just not had it like I was like yeah he was just not utilizing this yeah Yeah, you're not utilizing this you're not doing enough and I just am not feeling it now because it's not enough when I first saw it in the beginning I was like oh yeah we got a little angel here and then we don't see him again for like 20 minutes and then it's so then we didn't see him again to the end of the movie right and then at the end of the movie he like gives the ring to Noah and it's like well how is that Christmas magic for Mike like now Noah's in the mix and so I just felt like we could have did without that because if you're not gonna give me all the Christmas magic yeah don't don't tease me with a little bit yeah Um, but I I did love the ex showing up and kind of like inserting himself and then he was how annoying. he was so annoying, oh. so needy. But then Mike, how they included him in the end for breakfast, for Christmas breakfast. Yeah, because Mike is like, a your better man now. than me. He is, because I've been like, hit the bricks, guys. Yeah, sir. It's not yes. your visitation time. We are locking this door <laughs> right now. <laughs> but I, I really, really love this movie. It was so good. I, I, I loved it, it. I gave it five L. I did too. That was my winner for the weekend. I did too. I did too. I I did. I I loved it. This is our last episode. 
can you believe that because it's christmas so this is our last episode for the year and so you know what that means we We have have to wrap it up how do that's right though i don't know why well frankly we didn't but we've watched a bunch of really really good movies how do we we, like how do we narrow it down like i had this list so you know i've been been keeping my list of you know the the ratings that i've been given so when i knew we had to do this top five i was like oh well the easy thing to do is take all of the movies that i gave five l's because i didn't give that many five l's and and then i and when i did that i did give quite a few five i gave a lot of five (laughs) i know i was like So then I had to sit and like look at all my notes for each one because I have like this whole chart. It's so ridiculous. But I had to look at all my notes for each one and be like, who are you? (laughs) I needed to keep this stuff together in my mind. Santa really needs to hire you. That's all I'm saying. He needs to hire you. I am available. I am available. Um, And I can be reached at (laughs) unwrapromance.com. Info at romance. Info at romance. Look, I'm not going to get the job because I can't get the email. I can't even say it right. <laughs> I do have some movies. So I think we should do it like this. So we'll okay. start. Okay. We'll start from our, we'll do a countdown. Okay. We'll start from five. And okay, I but have, I just I think like we have to a disclaimer. Say, yeah, go yeah, ahead and give the disclaimer because I think it covers. I have covers. two disclaimers. Number one, this is not in any particular order because these were all my favorites and number two it ain't five (laughs) well mine is mine is in order of my very favorite one mine is but i do have more than five i thought i had a two-way i think i have a three-way tie at the end okay me too so this is my this is in my number five spot remember i have three in this spot Right. Maybe I should maybe I should just give all the three that's in my number five. Okay, I'll right, go ahead. Go ahead. So do it. These are yeah. the three movies that are tied for my number five spot. Okay. The Holiday Fix Up, which really? was okay. a second chance romance that right. came a lifetime. Right. Um, you make it feel like Christmas, which is also a second chance Wait, romance that came on Lifetime with Michael Xavier, with the yes. Michael Xavier. Yes. And my other number five tie was an unexpected Christmas because it was so funny right and it had and it had Tyler Hines and I just I just I loved it I loved the humor and the romance and it was wonderful so those were my five my number five three-way ties okay okay all right so since I have seven (laughs) I'm just gonna go ahead and give three in no particular order for number five, okay? Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Here I go. Eight gifts of Hanukkah, because okay. that was so good. Is one of the best friends to lovers Christmas movies that I will movies period that I've seen, and not just because Craig, he played Craig in Degrassi. I I know oh that's gosh. what you're thinking. That's you just not it. No, but it it was just such a good movie. Okay. okay. Um, our Christmas journey with mm-hmm. um holly robinson holly robinson pete yes okay and a christmas dance reunion there you go i knew, I knew that was gonna be on your list <laughs> it was it's like so good I okay knew. okay so my number four is christmas in harmony it was luke james yeah okay 
surprisingly, uh, my number four comes in with one of the interviews we did today, Sugar Plum Twist. Oh, yes. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I said that. Made it to you. Made it to you. Made it to Like, it slid in at the last moment. Okay. That's how it works sometimes. That's right. My number three is Merry Little Christmas Baby. Mine too. (laughs) If we did, let's do like a high five virtually. High five. (laughs) I ain't even done so much virtually, y'all. Y'all just, y'all be glad that y'all only hear us. My number two was Christmas in My Heart. Wow. We watched that like in the first. We did. I love one or two weeks. Yes, because I'm saying wow, because it was my number two as well. What? Yes, it was my number two. Yeah, I love that that movie. I know. Okay. Okay. Now, I know our number ones aren't the same because you've already said it. You already already know what my number one is. Well, you and you already said it further in your list. Right. My number one was Our Christmas Journey. Just because wow, okay, it was, okay. It was so it was so relatable to me and my yeah. personal situation, and so yeah. And I um, think you made all of us cry when you said it. So I well, I and that's why I'm not going to say it again. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> I'll just say it was so relatable to me, and so yeah. That and was it was my, such a fantastic. It was a fantastic, movie. so fantastic, and so that's okay. my number one. My number one is Debbie McComer's and Mrs. Miracle Christmas. <gasps> yes, I had that on my list too. It was like. Oh, my 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 tearjerker ties. I I know it was oh, yeah the good tearjerker. It was that was really good. Way. Yeah. That so there we go. We there did it. Five. We did, did it. it. Now another disclaimer is our top fives really only go are only the movies um up until December twenty first. The movies that have aired up until right December twenty first, with the exception of writing around the christmas tree right because we did see that as the early screener right um but um our list does only include movies that were shown up until december 21st so something else can come on i think lifetime um still has some more new yeah they have all the and they Um, have movies the following week through in hallmark they have movies through new year yeah and then there are movies too that we didn't um we didn't get a chance to watch and they may have made it into our on netflix and stuff like that yes movies that we didn't get to watch right because there were just so many right so just keep in mind that you know this is just uh naima and i's uh personal top fives right you know you probably have your own top five but this is our personal top five and i think we may post our top five list on the unwrap website yes um you know just in case you want to see them and see what kind of movies uh we enjoyed and if you missed any of them you can go back and watch them we really want to encourage you to watch all the movies we've talked about because we watched them and we want you to go through that same enjoyment and sometimes punishment as (laughs) as we endure that's right <laughs> but I'm really gonna, specifically i'm, I'm co-signing on the enjoyment <laughs> but specifically uh today we want to remind you to um catch sugar plum twist if you did not get a chance to watch it last week please, please do. find out when it is airing again and watch it you will not be disappointed that's right and also be sure to watch writing around the christmas tree on christmas day at 8 p.m on lifetime 
So that's after you eat your Christmas dinner, after you've opened all your yes. gifts. When you're sitting on your couch, not sipping eggnog, because we are sipping team eggnog. no eggnog. I Watch think we riding established that it was all team eggnog. I'm not, here. I'm not, I'm not gonna lose gracefully. I'm not. That's that's not my repertoire. So we're not gonna do that. We're not gonna do that. Don't you have something else to tell our lovely listeners? Yes. It this is our last episode of the year. Happy 2022, people. And we are going to be back in 2022 for some Valentine's Day joy and probably some naughtiness, too, because what's Valentine's Day without a little kinky? Is there Valentine's Day joy? Did I say that out loud? You did because you like that word. I see. I didn't say that. I zeroed in on the joy. Okay. And on the kinky. Well, and that's why I'm team nice and they're team Naima. They love us. <laughs> we hope you loved us. We hope you enjoyed this season yes. of Unwrap Romance. And we are We've so looking forward. It. We have. And we're so looking I've, forward to coming back. I have loved you. I have just loved hanging with you, Lacey. This has been so much fun for me. I'm being really, Boy. I'm being serious. I'm, I'm not say ditto. You're not ruining my sentimental moments. You're just ruining it. I did, didn't I? You did. <laughs> I swear. <laughs> First you ruined my intros. Now you ruined my sentimental moment. This was just my because, Just because this is the last show doesn't mean I can, I have to switch it up. I have to stay true to who I am. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure you're team nice? That was, uh, you know, AC comes out sometimes because it's the end of the season. She has to get off that roof. Well, speaking of AC, AC has a book dropping tomorrow. She does. She does. And it's a naughty little novella. Well, you know, as Lacey, I am not going to talk about naughtiness, but AC, AC does get a little, she can be naughty. And it's in this deliciously book, naughty this little novella, she's it's part of the Bays yeah. of Christmas anthology. It is. It is delicious too. It I think is. they talk about rum pancakes, <sighs> but they eat them while they're naked. I was about to say that. <laughs> it is time to sign off. <laughs> Wait, we didn't get a title. We didn't get a title, and um, where we can find it. I guess you're right. The title is "One Snowy Seduction." And it is live on Kindle, Nook, uh, and Kobo, I do believe. On Christmas Eve. On Christmas Eve. Yes, it is. And if you would like to read about rum pancakes and being naked, you can pick your snatch it up. (laughs) It is the last novella in the Bays of Christmas. It is. It is. I'm bringing up the rear. That's, I'm not going to say it. That was (laughs) going to say it. This is why we have to sign off because Naima. <laughs> we have enjoyed our we listeners. So we've had enjoyed so much fun on this That's show. We've right. enjoyed all of our guests and we thank them so much for coming along and dealing with our antics and answering all yes. our questions. This has been a great holiday season. This has been a wonderful holiday season and we hope you join us for the next season. That's right. See you all next year. See ya. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Unwrap Romance with USA Today, best-selling authors, 
Naima Simone, author of Christmas in Rosebend, and Lacey Baker, author of Christmas in Evergreen 4, Bells Are Ringing. Today's episode of Unwrap Romance was produced by Keisha Menifee, Lynn Webb, Lacey Baker, and Naima Simone. For more information on today's episode, please take a look at the show notes and visit unwrapromance.com. Unwrap Romance is a Honey Magnolia Media Production. Mm-hmm.